last week on Discount Heroes. Whatever you put in there, it needs to be something powerful, some kind of strong source of healing magic. Uh, yeah, Demarok, seriously, man, I, I think your belly ring's gotta go. <laughs> the basin glows with a brilliant light, which seems to sustain itself. And you actually pass by a couple of open doorways that seem to bear equally esoteric-looking devices or machines. And I put the javelin in one and the T-Rex in the other, and I pull the lever. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what you want out of this. Oh my God, guys, look at this! And I just snap him all over the place. And he pulls out a beautiful French painting and a dog. A tongue emerges from the painting, and you hear it go, <laughs> This room has, if you remember those amulets I described previously, it has broken and shattered versions of those strewn across the ground. It looks like they were experimenting with things that could absorb magical energy. The door opens into a grand vaulted chamber made out of rough-hewn stone. You see a couple people who are engaged currently in some work. And you see that there are, behind them, are three ships identical to the one that you pilot yourselves. Welcome to Discount Heroes, where questionable results are always guaranteed. We're a chaotic character and story-driven real play podcast. We're a group of five friends who've all known each other for 15 plus years. We've played countless hours of questionable D&D, and now we want to share with you the game we love so much. My name is Brent. I'm the DM. We've got four players here. Why don't you introduce yourselves and who you're playing? What's up, guys? This is Tyler. I'll be playing Copes, the Circle of the Stars Druid. And this is Dimarok. And to be honest, I know I'm being played by Aaron, but I'm not really sure what version of me I am. So I hope we can have some fun figuring that out together. This is Jared, playing the part of Thrasher, the Human Barbarian. Hey, and this is Matt, playing Knox Longfoot, the Gnome Wizard. All right, so we got a we got a trivia contest this week again. Oh God, yeah. I hate these now. Listeners that don't know, I've been going over the first four episodes and remastering them, bringing them up to the current standards, and that's given me an opportunity to record some of the firsts that occurred in our campaign. These questions will be about the first 
well, really the first two episodes. I'm only about halfway through the third episode. But these questions will be about things that actually happened in the campaign. Alright, this is the beginning of the Discount Heroes Trivia Contest. The winner of which will receive one inspiration for use in the game. You all have your buzzers ready? Yes. Clocks on! Buzz. Now the first rule of this is if the question is about you, you can't answer it. And a few of these questions are specifically about certain people. Probably me. Why, just because you're the chosen one? The first trivia question is, what was, quote, the first loot of the campaign described by me? Nah. The first loot of the campaign was when Copes got the bottles with the fireflies in them. Uh, he'd let the fireflies go, but he kept the empty bottles, also known as the bottles of story. Tyler, do you have any memory of that? Yeah, I've listened to this show like 10 times. <laughs> <laughs> Don't admit that. I let the fireflies go. Yeah, it stopped on all the stuff. Said stupid gods. Maybe this will be easier than I expected. I'll save the hardest ones for last. That's what she said. I just assumed they're all going to be about me, so I'm like, yeah, I might as well not. Nox, you cannot answer this one. What was the name of the first spell that Nox cast in the campaign? Oyakasha. Ooh, what you got? Grease. It was not Grease. Damn it. What? It wasn't. No, it was in the bar. Fight the guy. Klaxon. What you got, Jared? Charm person? No, that was me. No? Ah. Go ahead and strike that question off the list. Can I answer it? All right, no one else has got it. Knox, what is the first spell that you cast? It was fine familiar to summon the frog during my drunken night out. Mm, that is correct. Dang. That's an easy one to miss. Dang it. Didn't even try to help in the bar. He did not. No, that was me, because I was hungover. I kicked the drink. <laughs> <laughs> to follow that up, we already got an answer to what was the first spell that Copes cast. Axe hit. That's the first spell that you cast. <laughs> what was the very first spell that Demarok cast? Uyakasha, Silvery Bar. That's right. Probably the most commonly cast spell by Demarok in the campaign so far. No way. What, you think you've cast healing or something more? He has healed me a bunch. Okay, well, that I've not overly used Silvery Barbs for sure. Definitely not overly, but it's a good spell. Maybe like six times. Use it more. It's a good spell. Yeah, but I don't like it. It's too much. Although, have noticed when I re-listen that you're supposed to also give advantage to another player, which we almost never do. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> what other inconsistencies have you noticed? I don't even want to bring it up. <laughs> All right. So, next question. Thrasher was greatly offended by something that happened in episode two. What was that thing? We killed his one true love. Oh, he was. That's, that's true. That's worth half a point. I'll give you that. You didn't buzz, though, but... Buzz. Is this Thrasher or Jared? It was Thrasher. Okay. Because he was really mad I invented those two guys. That he didn't get to kill all the goblins? He was upset about that, but I wouldn't say he was offended. Hmm. Oh, I know it. I know it. Can I jump in again? Yeah, go ahead. If no one else has got it. A goblin threw something at him. 
That is correct. A goblin threw a dagger at him, bro. Which is why Knox has never thrown anything to Thrasher. Even if he would request it, I still wouldn't. I believe you made a special note about it. That's right. If you throw, you got to go. <laughs> Aaron has now swapped to a picture of me wearing broccoli on my head. That is a... As a Star Trek guy. Yeah, people who watch Star Trek may get that reference. Jared? Yes. All right, he gets it. You're broccoli. All right, next question. While searching for the goblins, Thrasher inadvertently led the party to a dead end, where they found an empty bag of pork rinds. Uyakasha, chili lime. That is incorrect. Damn it. Buzz. What you got, Aaron? Chipotle ranch. Chipotle. No. Klaxon. What you got, Jared? Chipotle lime. Nope. Nope. What? It was sour cream and onion. Red herring brand sour cream and onion flavored pork rinds. The red herring. It got us again. It got us again. That was going to be my bonus question is what brand? And Matt got both right there. So we know what Matt does with all of his free time. I just have a good memory, guys. Calm down. And here is the final question. This is a four-part question here. What were the names that were given to the four goblins that you encountered in episode two? Buzz. Oh, Aaron, what you got? Splinterhead. That's one. Uh, Stubtoe. Weak back. And ball. (laughs) (laughs) Weak back? Uh, Crick in the neck. I'll give a point for each correct answer. So that's a one point for Aaron for that. Nice. Booyakasha. The the one-eyed sling daddy. That is, yeah, one eye or eye patch. That was the one that was using a ranged weapon for some reason. Yeah, the one who was evil because of his disability. Did that count? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he gave it. Toller's just trying to say something funny. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) There was a little pity in that answer. All right, we've got two more. Can anyone guess them? I'll give you a hint. Come on, Matt. You know you know them. Just say it. I don't. I'm trying to think. I mean, I know one of them had a bad knee, but I don't know if we made a bad knee-related joke. We had to have, and I can't remember what it was. I don't think so. tell you this. One of them was named after an inside joke from our test episodes. Tonio? The ones that, <laughs> the ones that have not been released. Grave digger. And never will be. Unless you cash as a captain. Cash app us $200. Cash asses, that's right. For money. Cash asses. <laughs> cash, cash asses. <laughs> All right, so the one that I'm referring to, he was only ironically named once. His name was the nameless one. Oh. Oh, that's stupid. We got better. And then there was one more. His uh, signature feature was that he wore a face covering. Bandana? Something about bandana? It was not bandana. No face? Oh, no face is correct. No face. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we've come a long way, guys. (laughs) Yeah, now we got a T-Rex on a stick. (laughs) Yeah, and the big magic wizard lady, Carol. Carly. Carly. This is Carol. Carly. Just dub that in. All right, I'm I'm tabulating the points. Hold on. Beep, boop, beep, beep. <laughs> Matt, it's beep, obviously boop, Matt. Boop. 
I don't know. I had one and a half points. Oh, I have to start over now. That interrupted my tabulation. Sorry, let me help. Beep. Beep, boop, boop. All right. So Matt is the winner with five correct answers. How does that feel? Good job, Matt. How does it feel to me? Oh, here we go. I see him reaching for the soundboard over there. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? It feels pretty good, guys. Yeah, feels yeah. pretty good. Guys, come on. Please. Please. I'm pleased. You did well. I have to move the soundboard so you can't tell when I'm reaching for it. <laughs> We're gonna know. All right. Well done, Matt. Take one inspiration to bring with you into the fantasy world we are about to enter. I've got it. I'm inspired. Truly inspired. All right. So before we begin this episode, oh, no. before I begin the intro, I have a punishment to dole out. Oh, no. What did I do? I'm ready. You know it's me. So a certain event transpired in the last episode that was not, decidedly not, friendly. Oh, no. And I think it's worth acknowledging that. You guys pulled a belly button ring from your ally's (laughs) belly button against their will? Yes, we did. Yeah, I'd do it again, too. Actually, Matt did, so you're champion of trivia. Yeah, I did. (laughs) (laughs) You lose one inspiration. Got his little thingies in there. I just put him in a full Nelson. Yeah. Is he going to lose his inspiration? Why don't Tyler, Jared, and Matt, why don't you take off a friendship point? Oh! You haven't given me any friendship points. I have none. Yeah, I actually spent all mine. Oh, man. Negative one, and I don't think that's true. It is. (laughs) Aaron, take three friendship points. All right. I'm full of them. Brent, you know my secret heart. You know what? You haven't given me one since the first one. Man, you owe a debt then. I saved all mine. Hey, I would like, can I argue? (laughs) No. How many countless souls did we save with our friendship between us? Make him roll a D100. I think it's true. I've been forgetting to dole out some friendship points, so. Hey, Brent, how about that? I'll give you three of my mind gold and one sentimental tear. Is that right? Actually, you know what? I don't know what those do. You can have one of my friendship points. I do want to remind you that Knox has reunited with his former best friend 13 times this campaign. So. Yeah, but you didn't (laughs) recognize his accent one time. Uh, I just, it doesn't matter. Actually, two times in each one. So that's 26 reunitings. (laughs) And, And I do want to say, because I did notice this. Speaking of listening back through episodes, the first time I heard him talk, we were on the other side of the door and Brent said, you recognize his voice. (laughs) So, okay. So Brent, I'm going to take away a a DM point. Oh, (laughs) Oh. how about this? What if while it wasn't friendly, I would say they might've each earned a rivalry point. Oh, you beat me to it. We're not doing those. I have one. I have one. And how are you going to give Dimarok three friendship points for trying to damn an entire city of souls? Yeah, that is fair. That's not very friendly. This didn't go how you wanted, Brent. I was trying to turn it around. He's going to damn an entire world for a belly button ring. We could do a different intro. I feel like Tyler and Matt are being real aggressive about this. You should punish them further. The next time Tyler gets to roll a D100, just don't let him. Okay, listen, though. Let's be fair. Matt. <laughs> Matt. No, Matt. 
spent his cool item creation to give Demi a present, so I don't think he should have his friendship point taken away. Oh, arguing for someone else. Oh. <laughs> I think that's fair. I think that deserves a friendship point, too. You're so full of shit. Man, that's very selfless of you, Tyler. Take one friendship point. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sometimes you gotta think about other people. Uh huh. I know this doesn't affect the game, but I just want the four of you to know I hate you all. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go ahead and begin the game. Last week, our intrepid adventurers forged ahead for the eleventh time that they know of, and found strange and esoteric devices within the tower. They encountered a device that contained the souls of those that died in the floors above with Demarok heroically surrendering his beloved ring (laughs) to unknown effect. They found an odd device which seemed to be able to combine objects into something new, which the DM severely regrets. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I bet. And they encountered a lab where the strange ambulates that absorb magic were built. And finally, they went through a door, bringing their somewhere new, somewhere right outside the tower, and uh, give, let me go ahead and re-describe the scene, because I'm going to take it slightly different direction. Let's do it. You push through the door and enter an enormous vaulted chamber of smooth stone, which glistens with moisture. Condensed drops of water echo throughout the cavern, in addition to a steady stream which seems to fall from some source far above at the edge of the cavern. Your immediate vicinity is littered with carpentry and blacksmith tools. Large wooden frameworks tower upward, holding aloft a pair of ships strikingly similar to the spirit's flight, dangling by hundreds of rope and wooden supports over a steep cliff face. At the far end of the cavern is a smooth stone wall which forms a circular face, a light stream of water intermittently pouring down its surface from above. The open sky can be seen in roughly half the cavern. A pair of individuals wearing carpenter's tools look up from their work, working on something that seems to be a much smaller version of the spirit's flight, something like a lifeboat, something that could only fit a handful of people. They stare at you for a few brief moments before returning to their work. And here you guys are. Point of order, wasn't it the lady's plea? Yeah, well, it was renamed. And then scratched out. When he realized it was gross, got it. I guess as I ran in the room first, looking for my waterfall treasure, I'm going to approach the workers and try to see maybe kind of what they're working on. If they're not paying us any attention, I'll just creep up behind them and see what they're building. Okay, you creep up. As they've already seen us, right? Yeah. Did they see us? Yep. Yes. Yes. (laughs) They looked at us and then went back to work. Oh, I see. I got confused. As they're looking at Matt, he goes into a crab form. No, I like it more with like, they know you're there, but you're still just. After they look at us, I look behind at everybody and I say, shh. And I sneak <laughs> up very carefully. <laughs> it looks like they're crafting the figurehead for this small boat. It looks like it is mostly completed. It just needs a few finishing touches. What is it? That's a good question, Matt. What is the figurehead? Oh, do I get to pick? You get to pick. You're the one creeping. Ah. Straight creeping. Noxie's creeping. It is a frog head. A blue frog. Or I guess it's not blue. I guess it's just wood, but it's a frog. 
You can paint wood. Is it Jared? I mean, it might be. I don't know. I don't even know if we're in Jared's dimension. Maybe in this world, it really is jumpy. <laughs> the two figures, one man and one woman, look at you uneasily as you approach, but they don't seem to pay you much mind as you creepily look over their shoulders. <laughs> Actually, it's about over their kneecaps. Hey, watch out, building! You hear one of them whisper to the other, don't pay any attention to them. They'll be gone in a couple minutes. I can hear you. By the way, I poke him. <laughs> oh, he says, oh, 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 sorry. We're not going to pay attention to you. You'll be gone in a couple minutes. And then they go back to work. That's very rude. Is it because I'm going to take one of the ships? Guys, I think the ships are ours. Well, let's get on one. Hey, they were last time. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Thanks for the ship, guys. So you can try, but they don't really work right now. Well, y'all suck at your jobs. Oh, they don't know the secret. Come on, Thrash. Thrash, hit the thing. All right. We start shimmying aboard. Go down into one of the ships. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to shimmy up to the closest ship. Captain? All right. Shimmy up. You don't have to roll for that. You can climb some of the ropes that hold it up. Get yourself up onto the ship. You're damn right I can. Yeah. Demrock immediately goes up to the cope's nest and straps himself in. All right. I'm ready. They seem to be watching you with a little bit more interest now. Nox, looking back, you see that Kit did not follow you into this cavern. Oh, no. Do I still see him? You don't see him. Or he's just gone. Yeah, you don't see him at all. Hmm. Is he going to close the wheel? Brent's got a rude smile on his face. (laughs) (laughs) Do we hear an elevator rising? You don't hear an elevator rising. It's just as sudden as that. Uh, Do they have any, like, paperwork or anything by them? You see that there are diagrams of the ships, like sort of cross-sections, plans. That seems to be mostly what it consists of. I'm just going to start looking through their stuff. I'm just waiting for the boys to get the ship fired up, so. I actually want to jump down, too. And I want to walk up to the guy. Just say, hey, bro, uh... Do I know you? Do you know him? Yeah. Does he know me or? He looks at you closely. Yeah, I've probably seen you a couple times. Yeah. Okay, so they're saying like they'll be gone soon. Is he saying that they know we'll spin the wheel or something? Ask him. You know I'm going to spin that big wheel down there? <laughs> no, I don't. This doesn't work. He looks at you in confusion. No, but you're you're just going to fade away in a couple minutes. Everyone who comes out of that door just fades away. And that doesn't bother you? It is what it is, man. You know, job's the job. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I get that. I get that. Pays the same regardless of whether people who disappear come through that door or not. <laughs> I feel like you should ask for a pay raise. That's kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, it, it won't matter so much in a couple minutes. So you've never seen me before, though? Not exactly, but there's been people who look like you. Goats? Yeah, one of them was a literal goat, but yeah, there's a, you're the first goat man exactly I've seen. Man, the only one, huh? <laughs> Cups like that. You certainly seem to be the best version of a goat man. 
I agree, bro. I extend my hand. What's your name? Oh, the name's Doug. Wow, he was ready. Damn it. <laughs> uh, who do you work for, Doug? Who are you building these things for? Yeah, the Ross Buyers. They hired us to do this. We've been down here for how long, Helga? Uh, like a couple years, maybe. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Jesus. All right, Helga, just keep it down. <laughs> just just going to talk to Doug, I think. Um, You said these ships don't work? I mean, I'm going to fade away in a few minutes. You can tell me. Suppose I don't I don't mind telling you. You are going to disappear forever in just a few moments. Yeah, I'm going to be gone, bro. I can already feel... Oh, my toes are gone. Better tell me fast. <laughs> oh, my God. He doesn't have any toes. Yep, see? I look down, but I've got shoes on now. I don't know. Ever since about a week ago, we can't get the ships to move anywhere. We were supposed to send a, a shipment out, or really go pick up a shipment, but... The ships don't seem to want to work. Did you hit the thing? Yeah, we hit the thing. We hit it a bunch of times. <laughs> oh, oh, I get that. Did you try this? And then Thrasher flexes. Yeah, I should probably get back to work. <laughs> listen, listen. Entertain me. <laughs> I've got a few seconds left. <laughs> All right, I'll honor a dying man's goat man's wish. Thank you. Uh, what what changed? You don't know? I mean, all of a sudden they just stopped working? Well, they stopped about a week ago. The only thing that really keeps these from working is when there's another one operating in a close vicinity. They can't really take off together or anything like that. They have to be a certain distance from each other or they don't work. While in flight, I mean. It's a bad design. That seems incredibly dangerous. It's... <laughs> I'll put it to you this way. So these ships... Man, I'm being real open with you guys, but... Come on, Doug. We're going to be gone here in a second anyway. That's right. You're going to be gone. So these ships, they're amazing, really. The way these ships fly is they don't... The engine inside, it's filled with that magic. You know, the font of magic inside? Have you heard of that? No, never seen it. Well, there is, there is one. And uh, magic runs through these ships. The ships aren't propelled... Instead of propelling themselves, they move the universe around them. Oh my god. Goddamn Futurama ship. Never even noticed it. <laughs> Dang it. But that's why they don't work when they're close together, because it's something about the distance allows it to work when they're far enough away. But if they're too close to each other, it's just like two different things pulling the universe in different directions. It just doesn't work. Dimrock yells down from the cope's nest like, have you tried phase cancellation? <laughs> yeah, and we tried uh, reversing the polarity on the deflector array. It didn't do anything. <laughs> Dang, that was my next guess. Yeah, if you'd already tried that, I'm all out of ideas. I love how Brent had this really cool idea for ships that pull the universe. And to justify it, he said they just can't be too close to each other. It does make sense. If you try to pull the universe in two different directions, that's not going to work. Yeah, the math checks out. Yeah, hey, Tyler, shut up. <laughs> that was Copes. Oh, yeah. I, he's about to say something. He's like, you guys have been here a while. And Helga looks up. Where are you guys from exactly? Well, you know, universe. The the first one. Dimrock climbs down. He's like, yeah, I'm sorry I'm yelling. Jumps down. Helga, Doug, Dimrock, nice to meet you. Uh, before I fade away, we're from universe one. 
Which universe is this? Uh, that doesn't really make sense to us, but, I mean, it's been a couple minutes. You guys have been asking a lot of questions. You can ask us stuff. Yeah, how did you come to go through that door to come here? How'd you guys get here? I walked. <laughs> I have no idea, honestly. You guys didn't suddenly just wake up and you were in the labyrinth tunnels beneath the Alcaster Isle or anything like that? No, there was a big wooden guy. And a waterfall. I'm really not the best one to tell you. It knocks. <laughs> I mean, we just made our way through. It was just the next door in front of us. Speaking of that, guys, have y'all seen Kit? Yeah, where'd he go? Partner! Partner! Kit, where'd you go? Is that door still there? The door is still there. You think he's wrestling up some more danger? I'm going to walk over and open it. Open it? There's nobody there. Can I see through it? Through the door? Yeah, I mean, is it back to the next room? Yeah. He used to do this. He's going to sneak up behind us and pants someone. <laughs> he used to do this shit all the time. <laughs> Helga and Doug look at each other. They look a little bit worried. And Helga walks to the end of the work table. And she reaches over and there's a there's a bell at the end of the table. And starts ringing. You start tidal wafer. <laughs> tidal wafer. <laughs> There's got to be a better option than tidal wave. He, no, he knew Helga was shady from the beginning. Yeah, no, Helga was like, yeah. <laughs> That's an Esmeralda thing. You're going to be a problem, Helga. We already know. <laughs> so are you actually tidal waving her or what? If she's going to ring an alarm bell. Okay, well, roll an initiative against Helga. Unless anyone else specifically wants me not to. See that? No one said anything. A five. I like watching you flounder. It's in the cards, baby. All right. Helga begins ferociously ringing the bell before getting knocked. Well, she has to make a roll, but. She's at the mouth of a cave, right? This cavern's huge, so. Wait, so I can't tidal wave her off the cliff? No. That's what you were trying to do? You were trying to murder her? <laughs> if she's going to ring the attack bell. If she's going to ring a bell, of course I'll murder her. She's not like, I'll do some cool, like, bell sounds. It's not a good thing. It's a capital offense, yeah. That's worthy of death. <laughs> you don't know this, Copes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. What does my will or woe thing do? Because I rolled woe, but I can't use it on an initiative roll, right? With woe, you can roll a d6 and subtract it from the number. Can I do that with any number? It says attack roll saving throw or ability check, which I believe initiative is technically an ability check. It is. It is? Okay, well, I'm going to woe her. All right, uh, roll a d6. You got to roll a three or better to keep her from ringing that bell. Okay. Damn it. <laughs> what was that, Tyler? Damn it. No, what was your roll? <laughs> <laughs> it was a one. It was a one, so she rings that bell furiously. Do you think she maybe got to ring it less, though? I think she did just fine. <laughs> she rang that bell. Okay, fuck it. But you tidal waved her still? I said it. You said it. <laughs> I said it. She rings the bell. Wait, Tyler, just go. I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. No, I did it. <laughs> the bell rings 
loudly through the cavernous tunnel, echoing for must be up to a minute before finally fading out. I would have used a different spell if I knew she wasn't on the edge of a cliff, but I said it, so here we go. She stands up, covered in water. She looks pissed. <laughs> so you guys are going to be sorry for doing that. Hey, man, my friend or woman, my friend's afraid of bells. Why would you do that? You scared him. <laughs> Tell her not to ring the bell again. <laughs> What's the matter with you? Have you never rang a bell like that around an animal? He's half animal. You scared him. She wants me to hear the bell right before I fade away. Dimrock starts walking backwards, wiggling his arms. He says, I'm fading away. I'm fading. Any minute now, the, the true outcasters are coming down here and they're going to they're gonna get you guys. They're going to teach you a lesson. Oh, no. Sounds so scary. Uh, bitch. Listen, Helga <laughs> takes damage. Okay. <laughs> if she's going to have an attitude, I was down to let this roll, but she's going to take some damage. All right. How much? She, she rolled a 16 on her saving throw. Okay, so she takes 48 bludgeoning damage, but she takes half of it. So nine. Nine, That's that hurts. Yeah, I bet it does. Dimarok wants to pull out his ear horn of hearing and see if he can hear any of the allcasters coming or anything like that. Like with a perception check, maybe? Yeah, that sounds great. With advantage because of your ear horn. Let me ask this, Brent. It's a 10-foot spell. What are you getting at? Where's Doug? <laughs> she just walked to the bell. What were you trying to hit, Doug? No, I wasn't trying to, but can I aim it away? From yeah, me? I assumed you were only going for her. <laughs> okay, okay, so make sure. Uh, 18 perception. You hear a distinct lack of any sounds that could sound like someone approaching. Uh, guys, I think they're bluffing about the reinforcements, by the way. Are you sure? I'm fairly positive. Yeah, any minute now, they're going to be down here. Doug, where the hell are they? Maybe they would protect y'all if you actually knew how to get a ship off the ground, Helga. Oh, got him. <laughs> hey, that's not cool, man. We work hard at our jobs. You've got two broken ships and you're sculpting a frog head. How hard do you really work, Helga? Come on. Really hard. We work 26-hour days here. Time doesn't work the same. <laughs> Look, you know that we're not about to disappear, and we know that there's no reinforcements coming. So how about we figure out a way to work together, and you just help us get a ship and get the fuck out of here? Mm. It solves everybody's problems. Debbie, could, could I speak to you for a second? I'm, I'm kind of in the middle. Ugh. Yeah, can we speak privately for a second, too? Yeah, you got you got you guys talk over there. I I go over there with Helga and Doug. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 Debbie. Yeah. Pretty sure the reason that their ships won't fly is because our our ships out there floating around. I thought maybe they knew a secret workaround though, and we could just you know persuade them out of. There's always a back door into these things. Yeah, but they seem pretty incompetent. Your level nine magic. Do you know any way that maybe we could get these to work? Look, there's a very good chance that I, in all my infinite wisdom, could figure it out. Maybe I should be persuading you. All right. Roll persuasion. So Doug and Helga are talking. Helga nursing a, a pretty nasty wound on her skull from getting tidal waved over. I bet she is. <laughs> Ring a bell in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> They're whispering to each other. Can I read their lips? 
There's a feat that lets you do that. I didn't take it, but there's a feat. <laughs> might have in this universe. Oh. Alright, should I just play out their conversation between myself? That'd be great. Yes, yes, please. Although I won't judge you because I know how difficult this is. No, you know what? Have Tyler do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'll do it. Man, that's the strongest goat man I've ever seen. You really blasted me with that. Yeah, Helga. He's the strongest goat man. He must be the chosen one. How was that? Pretty bad. Okay, Brent, you go ahead then. Doug, why aren't they here yet? I don't know, man. What are we going to do? These guys, they went through the tunnels. They're, they're real people. They're not like the... I don't know, what whatever those things are. The souls or whatever. We gotta get out of this. Something's going on up there. They're not coming to help us for a reason. Maybe they've abandoned us. I think we should just work with these guys. Let them, let them go. They turn around to face you. Was Coates in that conversation? <laughs> he could have been listening. He said he walked over there. I was also going to ask, Aaron had his ear horn and hearing out. Yeah, he, he could have probably heard it, but they turn around. All right, all right, guys. How about this? You know, we, we rang the bell. You hated that. You title waved me. I hated that. <laughs> Why don't we just uh, call it even? Um, you guys just go and we'll forget we saw you or... How about that? We want the boat. The boat? The flying one. Well, we did work pretty hard on it. You guys have any money? We got a couple rubies that would look real good in that headpiece over there. But the headpiece is going on the ship with us, so you still get nothing in this deal. There's two ships. Nox, would you? There's several ships. They're making them all the time. What? We're not paying them shit. We're taking the ship. As you know, it's a, a craftsman's greatest joy to see his work fully completed and with rubies embedded in the figurehead. What if we help you finish the boat? Then you get the satisfaction of seeing your boat, and we get a boat. Well, we weren't working on this smaller boat because it seems to be able to fly even with the interference from the other ships. That's what I'm saying. So we'll help you. You can see your boat done, and then we'll steal it. And that makes perfect magical sense. They talk to each other for a few brief moments. They're <laughs> like... Okay, deal. You leave us alone and don't harm us any further. Uh, you get the ship. We get to see it completed. And then, uh, honestly, if we could catch a ride with y'all, we'd love to get the hell out of here. I don't know. We already have a pretty crowded crew. You'd have to be Florgalbun's bitches. <laughs> <laughs> we just need a way out of this cave. What? You're not going to join us and go on some wacky adventures? Wait, that's an option? Yeah, Doug and Helga, come on. I mean, yeah, do you need a ship right? I think we've got one. We could use a left. <laughs> Probably. What's that? That's somebody who builds sh ships. Oh, dang. We have been taking on all that air, guys. Yeah, a lot of air. <laughs> I mean, why would we need somebody who builds ships if we can't fly multiple ships together? You kind of put yourself out of a job already. No, they could probably fix any, you know, broken parts. Yeah, we can do other cool stuff like modify your ship according to your needs and put little hatches with like, I don't know, like ballistas or machine gun ballistas. Machine guns aren't a thing, but ballistas. A little hand that shoots out the side and flips off people. We could like drop turds on people with a little trap door. 
Yeah. Ooh, trapdoor turds. Doug. Helga. Did one of you ever happen to design a really cool inflatable leather escape slide? Well, yeah, the ships come with those. Oh, ours broke. Oh, you, you guys broke? Well, we can we can give you a replacement. Guys, we got to bring these two. Can you design me a weapon that'll shoot a griffin out of the air? <laughs> Just asking. I thought, I thought you wanted to keep the griffin safe. I don't care. Like something that will literally launch a griffin out of it? Okay, new plan, yes. That's plan B. That's plan G for Griffin. All right, it seems like y'all may have some use, so hop aboard. I mean, the people who were, we were hoping would come kill you guys are, clearly aren't coming. <laughs> yeah, we killed all of them. We really don't care one way or the other. We, we just like building ships. How do you feel about non-wizards? Non-wizards? I mean, they're fine. Neither of us can cast magic. How do you feel about wizards? I mean, a lot of times they're crazy, do crazy experiments that result in the hundreds, sometimes thousands of people being killed, but, you know. Okay, yeah, no, it sounds like y'all are on the right level. All right, guys, let's get on the ship. Let's get out of here. I'm going to walk up and shake Helga's hand and say, you don't ring any bells, and we're good. I'm going to extend my little furry hand. All right, Helga's monstrous hand grasps yours. <laughs> Does she squeeze too hard or just enough? Well, just enough for her is too hard for you. So she hurts me? Yeah, you feel some bones crack in your, your goat hands. All right, tie it away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to mend relationships, Brent. Don't make her break my hand. We didn't get a good... I don't think that was a good... Could you just say, I'm just kidding one more time? I'm just kidding. I don't think it recorded well. Thank you. I get it kidding like a goat. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. All right. All right. So you guys are going to help us finish this up? Yeah, give me a hammer, Helga. All right. So does everybody help finish the ship under the direction of Doug and Helga, Master Shipwrights? Yes. Yes. I'm going to go look for Kit. Yeah. Demrock's really enthusiastic about it, too. He's trying to be the best student. Like no one ever was? This is like longship size, not quite like a full-size longship, but it's a probably big enough to hold about eight people. Go ahead, Jared. Yeah. Yeah. We're good. We're good. Medium ship. Yeah. That's <laughs> it's not a super long longship. <laughs> no, I was going to be a douche and go, oh, so not that size at all. <laughs> it's kind of like a longship, but, but not, though. It's like a long ship, but short. <laughs> What's the smaller version of a long ship? It's like, it's got some other name. Medium ship? Yeah, medium ship. It's like a skiff. A canoe. <laughs> I don't think it might be a canoe. Canoes can't hold eight people. How many ships they is? What? How many different kinds of ships they is? M many. Oh, man. All right, we'll play some montage music and like carpentry sounds or something while you guys work on the ship. Everyone make a roll who is helping to work on the ship. I don't have a construction skill. Survival? It's going to be just dexterity if you have no skill. It's a nine for Copes. Nine for Demarok. Seven for Thrasher. Oh my God, we suck at building ships. Well, we're not the shipwrights. This feels right. Come on, Knox, bring it home. Knox is looking for Kit. He's not there. Oh. 
We're just so we're just over there fucking the ship up while they're trying to build it. You guys are just hammering at random spots, no nails or anything <laughs> like that. You're just like pulling boards free and re-nailing them down and it's like when they do the the little kid workshops at Home Depot. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Those are traumatizing. You're just nailing two by fours to the side. <laughs> I'm helping. <laughs> All right, while you guys are working, Knox, you're looking for Kit. Yes. All right, where do you go to look for him? I peek back into that last room. I believe that was the amulet room. And just kind of look around to see. I don't know when the last place I noticed him being, but just calling out his name and, and checking back, making sure nothing happened to him. So you don't see any sign of him, but you hear a voice. Knox, can you hear me? Yeah, Kit, is that you? You just hear the voice as though from thin air. Where did you go? Ma'am, I, I don't know, Knox. I can't see anything. I swear to God, if you pants me again, Kit, I'm going to lose it. <clears throat> what do you mean you can't see anything? I can't see anything. We went through that doorway and... I don't know. I was standing there watching that weird situation y'all were involved in with the shipwrights. And then I I just couldn't see anything up until just now. Well, I can't. I still can't see anything. Never mind. <laughs> is it cold? That's a weird question, Knox. No, it is not cold. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought you were dead, Kit. I don't know. I, I don't know, Knox. Maybe I am dead. I, I, I can't see or feel anything. Can you go back? Maybe you gotta go back to your world, Kit. This isn't... Maybe this isn't your world. You started fading when you went to the wrong world once. I did. I just... Knox, I can't bear the thought of... being left behind again. That's what. That's exactly what I was thinking as I walked through that door. That I was happy that I was getting to go somewhere with you once again. That we could... be together. I can't imagine leaving again. I, I wish I hadn't the first time. But I don't think there's any other way. I think everything has to happen for a reason. I think you have a world to go home to, but I don't know if this is it. What if there's a way for me to come with you, though? I'll, I'll do anything if there's a way. Knox, do you still have that canister with you? Yeah, yeah, I, I kept it with me. This whole time he's talking, you just hear his voice just out of thin air. Like, it's almost like he's in front of you, but there's no substance to anything. Whip it out for me, Knox. <laughs> nice, Brent. <laughs> Two weeks of planning. <laughs> Your vocals cut out just on me, apparently, for that. I, but the reactions made it sound great. You'll hear it in post. I know... Okay, I got the canister right here. Okay, I don't know if this will work or if I'll even be able to talk to you afterward, but it seemed like the magic was the only thing that could sustain me. I think I'm made of the stuff. If I can't talk to you again after this, Knox, just know that I'm glad to be coming with you, and I hope that I can help you again someday. Knox, you're, you were my best friend, you and Andy, and I always regret what happened to Andy? I always wonder what happened to her. 
I don't know that she's dead, but I hope you can find out someday. Maybe I can find out too somehow. I'll make it happen, Kit. I promise. And as you say those words, you see the canister spontaneously start to fill itself up. It fills to about a little over the halfway point with that magic. Because he's a halfling? <laughs> nice. <laughs> and although you don't hear Kit's voice anymore, the canister feels warm. I tuck it into uh, like a coat pocket kind of thing instead of the bag. I keep it close. And I take a moment to myself, uh, and then I'll, I'll move back into the room. How big is the canister? Is it small? Necklace size? No, it's not. It's like a like a can of Coke. Okay. So yeah, necklace sized if you're a G. All right. So you return to find your three allies and Doug and Helga working on the ship. They're mounting the figurehead. Doug and Helga are, I'm sure. I'm sure my team's not. What do I see my team doing? <laughs> what does he see you guys doing? And build the ship. Dimrock thinks there's maybe too many boards, so he's trying to rearrange them into a more like economical and like speed line designs. Oh God, really think this one should go over here. She's trying to wrestle it from me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, guys, the ship looks uh, looks looks great. Yeah, Doug, Helga, I, I definitely think we could use y'all. Just just so you know, just in case. <laughs> I mean, the boys are doing great work here, but uh, our roles are what prove that we do need to bring them with us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with a few finishing touches, you fix the figurehead onto the ship. Helga says, and now time for the finishing touches. Would you like to do the honors? Gestures to whoever has the rubies. Thrasher and Cope split them. No, I gave mine to... Um... Fargo Bonds. Oh, then Jared definitely has extra rubies. I have at least one. I have three rubies. Now I only have one ruby. Hey, at least you got to use them. I'm glad they came in handy. Alright, what should we name the ship? Helga says. I was thinking of naming it Leapfrog. Damn it, you took me the ladies, please. No, 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 not Leapfrog. Jumpy is a way better name than Leapfrog. <laughs> Jump, jumpy boat. The Letcher's plaything. <laughs> That's the worst boat name I've ever heard. Jumpy, the worst boat name you've ever heard. No, I like Jumpy. Okay, let's shorten it back to Jumpy. Are we naming this fucking boat Jumpy? <laughs> Unless you've got a better idea. Jumpy it is. Jumpy it is. Helga takes a quick moment to etch that into the side of the the small lifeboat-sized ship. Oh, there's an exclamation at the end there, Helga. Jumpy! Maybe don't etch it in too deep, though, just in case we change the name later. <laughs> Why would we do that, Matt? Hmm? What are you talking about? It's the perfect name. I didn't say anything. All right, guys, so I guess we're ready to... To sail this thing, does anyone have experience sailing one of these? Thrasher immediately salutes the captain. I salute as well. Captain? Yes, sir. I jump in the boat. I just want you to know it took everything in me not to say that Knox has been the captain in this cycle. 
<laughs> you wouldn't get it. I pull out my indiscriminate hat and flip it into the captain's shape. Demrock's lashing himself down. Does this boat work the same way? It ought to be a little bit faster, a little bit more maneuverable. Maybe a little bit more unpredictable if you're used to flying one of our ships. Yeah, I'm used to flying it. I do air quotes when I say flying it. I strap a seatbelt on. Wimps. I stand proud by my captain. Nice. Hi, Thrasher. Hit the thing. I hit the thing. The thing is on the back, almost like where an engine would be. I go to the back, and I hit the thing. You hit the thing. And you got a pair of levers, just like on the ship. They're smaller, though. And what do you do? I tilt it back. <laughs> he said it the right way this time. I'm so proud of him. I, I know. I'm so proud. <laughs> he did it. <laughs> Every time he says forward, <laughs> he drives it straight into the ground. I knew Captain Coase would get it. That was the old. That was the old Coase. This Coase is perfect. <laughs> Compared to the slightly lumbering motion of the other ship, it has a lot more drag to it. It seems like Jumpy lives up to his name as it verifiably leaps upward. <laughs> Springs just like a frog darting into the sky and into the sun, which is some imagery that we're all familiar with. <laughs> Guys, try and keep your arms up the whole time. <laughs> I'm trying! All right, as the ship soars upward and into the open sky. As you enter the open sky, you pass through some kind of uh, magical barrier. It's not quite a barrier, but it's like a, a magical film hanging in the air. And as you look down below, you see that it appears to be ocean beneath you. Oh no. Is it blue? Blue, yeah. Just checking. It looks like you're on the perimeter of Alcaster Isle. It seems that there must be some kind of illusion disguising this cavern from the outside world. Ooh. You see a steady waterfall pouring down through the illusion. It's that waterfall that you came through. Uh, we're above it. I told you guys there's always treasure behind the waterfall. There's fucking ships behind this one. Dang, man. You guys think we need to go get our puppet? We might as well scoop him up if he's waiting on you. Where was he waiting? <laughs> he was in the castle. <laughs> he was in the labyrinth beneath the castle. Oh, yeah. Never mind. You guys weren't at the labyrinth yet. You were in the in the castle itself. For some reason, I thought he went outside to wait. Uh, don't worry. I've thought, about, I've thought about Birch. Okay, okay. Well, then never mind. Can we, like, see the whole island now as we take off in the air? You can. You can. Does it look like what we left? So, no, it does not. It looks like... It looks like stone by stone. It seems like the castle is rebuilding itself. But rather than stones leaping off the ground and reassembling them back into place like Harry Potter Reparo style, it's like the stone is growing, like the castle is regrowing itself. How quickly is this happening? Uh, not that fast. I mean, otherwise it would be completely done, but it's fast enough that it's noticeable. It's just a very large castle. Right. Okay. Got it. Do we see our other ship? 
Well, you had them park on the perimeter of the island. Is that right? Yes. You can spot it. We'll say you can fly around and find where you left it. Yeah, we do. We scope it out. Wait, so our ship wasn't flying? It was low. You kind of parked it somewhere, but I mean, Braddock and Flargo Buns were still on it. And Q-Puff. And Quincy Puffton. Well, what I'm saying is, does that mean there's another ship flying around that was keeping those ships from... No, I think ours was still in like hover mode, at least. Still using the magic. Correct. The other ships were just hanging by ropes. They weren't active. Like this one is. All right. Do y'all think we need to kind of regroup? And then maybe figure out who's behind all this in the castle? Yeah, I, I think that's a probably pretty solid plan. Plus, I have all this treasure to show Quincy. Demrock starts jangling his bag of holding. And you hear Salvador Dog Lee start barking in there. <laughs> oh, oh, you want out, boy? And he opens it up to let his dog painting out. In the boat? Yeah, I'm going to hold him in my lap. Yeah, the painting sticks its tongue out and is panting. He loves rides. <laughs> it's hot in that bag of holding. No, no, it's not. It's not hot. I let the window down. <laughs> I'm not a monster. You put an air conditioner in there. Yeah, of course. It's one of those climate controlled public storages. That's it. All right. So what are you guys doing? You guys are soaring along, going back to your ship? I think so. Uh, that was my plan. If everyone's. Yeah, I think we should at least drop the uh, shipbuilders off. Yeah, they don't need to come to us. Come with us to the castle to figure out which kit is still fucking around unless they're bait or something who has the uh, stone as far speech i pull it out Brother. hello guys where the hell have you been it's been over a week oh a week no it hasn't Braddock. it sure as hell has what the hell are you say i know how long a day takes and it's been at least seven days no well, we've been working 26-hour days, all right? <laughs> Where the hell have you guys been? I've been trying to contact you the whole time, and it's just static on the other end. We've been in the magic cave. You know where we went. We went to, like, another dimension or something. I don't know. It's weird, Braddock. Again? Yeah. <laughs> we can't help it, Braddock. You know we love that. We just love dimensions. I'm just saying, before y'all go into another dimension, the least you can do is call me and let me know. Braddock, we never know. We see a door, we go through it. Whether it's behind a waterfall or into darkness. Did you finish my super glowing rod I left with you? And I need that bear goggles now. <laughs> I, I don't know if you deserve it anymore. I paid you money, Braddock. Braddock, we're on our way. Oh, that's right. Okay, fine. Braddock. Yeah. Braddock. Yes. I missed you too. I'm only angry because I care. <laughs> also, uh, where are you? Uh, we parked the ship, but we're, we're not on it right now. There's some kind of commotion happening in the in the village around the, the city. We're, we're trying to see what's going on. No one is on it? Yeah, but no. Well, no, no one's on it. Why? Where's Florgobot? <laughs> He's with... Oh, wait, where is he? <laughs> oh, God. Well, he was right here. But he's not anymore? Well, he was he was just with me. 
like like two seconds ago. He must have ran off when you guys called me. What's going on in the, the village there, Braddock? I don't know. There seem to be a lot of people arguing about something out here. Uh, why don't I meet you guys back at the ship? Yeah, that sounds good. I think that's the safest place to be right now. We'll figure out a plan. Back to my first question. Where is the ship? Right where you parked it and all those broken trees. It's where we left it a day ago. <clears throat> it's been a week. I said that. Yeah, did you move it? No, it's been sitting there the whole time. I I ran out of tea. I had to go get some more. Okay, I get that. <laughs> That's all you had to say. We had 12 barrels of it, Braddock. You have a problem. What did Doug and Helga think about this conversation? <laughs> they don't seem to be phased by it at all. I mean, they worked in a cavern 26 hours a day where people would regularly walk in and then vanish two minutes later. So okay. <laughs> imagine they're... Uh, Nothing seems all that weird to them. Yeah, their tolerance for this kind of stuff, yeah, pretty high. Yeah, probably some of the best hires we could have got. <laughs> all right, we got to hurry. Y'all hold on. I tilt the ball down. In fact, they seem a little impatient. Like, can we get this going, guys? All right, fine. Nosedive towards the ship. All right, the ship springs downward. Arms up, everybody. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> All right, you descend downward. You see the ship comes into view. Had you tried to disguise it or something by crashing it into a bunch of trees? No. Uh... No, he just crashed it into a bunch of trees. And then we told Far Flargobuns to cover it in sticks. Right. You descend downward quickly. You see a small little figure climbing onto the ship. Yeah, there we go. That's kind of what I thought. Flargobuns, don't touch that! He's heading for the wheel. Yeah, I bet he is. <laughs> I'm going to just fly the ship and park it right next to our ship. The jumpy, I'm going to park it right next to the spirit's flight. Local bus, I can see you. He, he freezes in place. I can still see you. I pull up my axe and start feeling the edge. <laughs> Make sure it's sharp enough to cut a goblin in half. He stops in place and then quickly salutes. He's like, oh. Guys, hey, welcome, welcome back, welcome back, captains, captains. Now that's the attitude I like. Hey, Flargo. Great to see you guys. Uh, I wasn't going to do anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds just like you, man. You look innocent to me. That's right. I wasn't going to try to impress you guys again. Well, I wish you would have taken some initiative, Flargo. Well, uh, what have you guys been doing? Huge extra dimensional travel or something like that. Oh man, I missed it. Last time you got fire powers, we can't really risk you getting anything else. Boy, and what'd you have, man? There was this cool machine, you could put anything in there, and then we had the, a rock rat and a and a, di a dinosaur spear. His name is Terrence. <laughs> a rock rat? Oh, so that's what those things are. Oh my god. What? What do you mean, those things? Yeah, a few days ago, we started spying these little, I don't know, they're like little rocks that move around. I tried crushing one under my feet, and it just turned into like a hundred of the little things. Oh, no. Oh, you know what? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Tyler, what have you done? What have we done? Uh, oh, no. Is that a conjure animal rock? <laughs> no, but they're breeding like rats. 
Except when they break apart, they just turn into, like, pebble rats. It's fine. They'll be contained to the island either way. Man, I'm so sorry that I missed that, guys. I know you wish I was there. I was thinking about you every day. The whole the whole one day. Well, you guys have been gone for like a week. You guys must have been having a lot of fun. What? I swear, it feels like a day. I hop back onto our boat. Yeah, we've all done that. You hop down? It's a mess. Oh, <laughs> it's a It is a mess. Tea stains all over the place. Looks like Florgobun's Looks like he maybe tried to paint the ship a little bit, but he gave up like 1% of the way through and, <laughs> and painted, started painting in like a dozen different spots first. I tried to make some modifications to your liking, sir. Well, good news, Flargo. You have, uh, you're a supervisor now. Doug, Helga, meet your new supervisor, Flargo Buns. Jesus. Doug and Helga look at each other and they just shrug. Hey, it's only 18-hour days here. <laughs> oh, that's great. All right, Flargo Buns, what's, what are our first orders? What have you done, Matt? He's got to earn some responsibility. What are your skills? <laughs> He's interviewing him. <laughs> Flargo, they build these ships. Ah, excellent. I've been thinking that we had need of someone who could do such a thing. I was preparing to submit my request to you. <laughs> well, you you really uh, painted those eight boards pretty well. Yes, good point. We shall be finishing the paint job on the ship. Now you'll see we we have some colors here that I found in the village. Oh. <laughs> what color would you like the ship painted, sirs? I want my part green. I want my part blue like the sky. I don't care. I just want some badass flames down it. Flargle, painted flames, please. Yes, sir. And green and blue like the grasses. Thrasher? Uh, Ford RR. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's like a color code. Yeah, we're going to cut that out. Only one listener will get it. It's for him. He'll like it, though. Leave it in there for him. That's for you, beep, beep. <laughs> All right, we'll get to work immediately. All right, what were your names? Uh, I'm, I'm Doug. I'm Helga. <laughs> You're already wasting time on the clock. Let's get moving. Good call, Knox. Hey, Florgle. Clean up the boat, please. What the fuck? All right, yeah, Doug, clean up the boat. Get started. All right, you leave the rest to me, guys. What is the rest? Thanks, Fargo. Good job. Good job, man. <laughs> Dimrock wants to reach into his bag and pull out some parts of that dinner from when they were outside Kit's door. Say, here, man, I brought you back some um, sweet cheese rinds. Tosses them to him. Cheese rinds? He loves those things, man. Hey, it's a goblin. Oh, yeah, he, he munches them up. Plus, the meat might be wizard still, so I don't know how we feel about that. I'm sure he doesn't mind. All right, here's some wizard meat. <laughs> All right. Ah, oh, thanks, guys. This really makes up for the, the crappy pay on the ship. You've been paid in diamonds. Yeah. You got any more of those? Rubies, promotions, magic fire spells. I mean... It's been a week. Should, shouldn't I get another ruby then? 
You were living in a cave under an evil overlord before we found you. Yeah, and before that, I was living in a bunch of caves with a bunch of evil overlords. But you guys didn't ask me about that. <laughs> All right, Florgal, I have a extremely rare, powerful magic item for you, but you you have to promise not to use it for evil. I bet it might as well. Pro- I bet better just promise not to use it if it's going to be like that. <laughs> I hand him a combination lock. Oh my god! Oh, that's actually really good. Aha! Uh-huh. What's the combination? Well, that's the challenge. Aha! Uh-huh. You have to earn it. So if I solve the combination, it reveals a secret. Exactly. All right, Doug Helga, to work. I have important things to do. And he walks off. <laughs> well, that should buy us a couple hours, guys. At least a couple days. All right, well, let's find Braddock. All right, all these conversations happen. And you start to hear a voice calling out. Guys, guys, it's me. And it's me, guys. Guys, it's been it's been so long. They both run up. It's only been a week, though. You know, not that long. Quinsley! Get on the ship, guys. What are you doing? Braddock! As Braddock and Quinsley are running up to you, a thunderous sound echoes in the distance. The island shakes. The trees rattle. And Quinsley falls. And he just falls into the ground and disappears? No! Guys, I think he fell into a hole. Alright, guys. This is going to be your first mission, should you choose to accept it. And you have to accept it. You need to do the outro for these guys. Wait, what, what does that mean? Just, just read. Just read these things that I've written down here for you. I know I actually don't know how to read or write, but I assume you can figure out the meaning just from looking at it. Thank you for listening to Discount Heroes. Uh, Questionable results guaranteed, I guess. You can listen to us every Thursday on your favorite podcast platform of choice. Hey, Flargo, they're not really doing it with the right enthusiasm, if you wouldn't mind uh, stepping in. Guys, you're making me look bad here. You gotta say it with some enthusiasm. (laughs) Bring out the energy. Remember, you just got a new job. You've been promoted twice already. I promoted you to senior assistant level three. (laughs) And you know what kind of benefits come with that? Well, you're never going to find out if you do a job like this. Now, go ahead. Uh, Okay. Follow us at the DHCast on Twitter, where you can f- communicate with us. Tell us what you think about the show. You can also join us on Discord. Find our link at the link tree. You can find many ways to follow and interact with us. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, and maybe you can get a job with us just like I did. And as always... Thanks for listening to Discount Heroes, Heroes. where questionable results are always guaranteed. Thrash, these guys suck. 
I think they did good. Bye, Helga. Bye, dog. We should have spent the wheel. You know, I'm just saying, how the hell did Aaron keep getting these friendship points? I'm I'm going to call a fucking audit on somebody here. Hey, Discord, help me out. Call Brent on his bullshit. I almost did a bit where I took my pants off onto the desk before I stood up to say that. You should have. <laughs> I've been very close to that many times. That's not a bit. <laughs> it would have been. A, you would have laughed. I don't want to. I would have laughed, but that's not a bit. That's just showing your fridge your penis. It's a bit. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit. <laughs> it's just a little bit. It's a small. It's a. It's a small bit. Yeah, it's just a little <laughs> bit. <laughs>